and welcome back to the podcast Discipleship in Challenging Times with me, Peter Morden. I am Senior Pastor Team Leader at Cornerstone Baptist Church in Leeds. We're looking today at one of the most famous chapters in the whole of the Bible. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I have given a reflection on this previously and thought about patience and perseverance and how you can't hurry love. Today we're going to look at a different dimension of this wonderful chapter under the heading Love Never Fails. Let's begin with a word of prayer. Love never fails. Lord, your love never fails. Actually, other people's love can fail. We see that breakdown across our societies and in a range of different ways. But Lord, your love for us never fails. It is always strong and sure in Jesus Christ, who is the same yesterday, today and forever. Reassure us of your unfailing love today, we pray, right now. May your love be shed abroad in our hearts. Thank you for your great grace, love that we don't deserve. Thank you for your great mercy that you have withheld punishment from us. Lord, your amazing love, your amazing grace, we thank you and we praise you and we ask for your presence and help now. In Jesus' name, amen. So 1 Corinthians chapter 13, and I will just begin with the concluding verses of chapter 12. Now I will show you the most excellent way. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonour others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when completeness comes, what is in part disappears. 
When I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope and love. But the greatest of these is love. Wonderful words and spoken, of course, in the context of spiritual gifts. We often wrench these verses out of context, but they are the meat in the middle of a spiritual gift sandwich. There is teaching about spiritual gifts in 1 Corinthians 12, and there is teaching about spiritual gifts in 1 Corinthians 14. And so we see again that love is the banner over spiritual gifts and over the life of the body of Christ that is his church. It is the overarching banner over everything. It needs to inform, it needs to shape our church practice, specifically our practice of spiritual gifts in every way. And what I want to look at, especially today, is this wonderful truth that love never fails. Verse 10 talks about completeness and a day when spiritual gifts will no longer be necessary. And this this completeness doesn't refer to the formation of the canon of scripture, which sometimes people make it out to be, but the return of Christ. To say that the view that spiritual gifts fall out of disuse when the Bible has been completed, a view that's known as cessationalism, is not in tune with the Bible that it purports to defend. The gifts of the Spirit continue today. They will cease when Jesus returns because they simply become unnecessary, but they are still all current today. If you haven't a clue what I'm talking about when I when I say this, then just let it fall to the ground. But for those of you who have journeyed through the Christian life for 20, 30, 40 years, you may have come across the view that the sign gifts of the Holy Spirit are no longer current. They're not in use today because scripture has been given to us. That's not what these verses are saying. But nevertheless, there is a time when spiritual gifts will not be necessary. What will endure at that time? This is the crescendo of Paul's writing. It's love. Love is the thing that will endure. And love should be the banner not just over our practice of spiritual gifts, not just over the life of the church, but over everything that we have considered in these verses in 1 Corinthians. What's the answer to the problems that the Corinthians had with communion or the Lord's Supper and that we can have today? The answer is love. 
what's the answer to the struggles that they're having in practicing spiritual gifts in the right way? The answer is love. What's the answer to the problems that they're having in worship? The sticky verses in 1 Corinthians 11, the strange things about long hair and veils. Well, the answer is love. The answer is mutual respect and love. The answer is preferring the other. How should they use their freedom? How should we use our freedom? The answer is true Christian love. And this is not to reduce things so that the gospel becomes just about loving people with love defined in a very vague and wispy way. There is content, there is truth to the gospel. Who could read Paul and think otherwise? But over everything, the doctrine that we teach, how we organise our churches, how we engage in mission, love is the overarching banner, love that is Christ-shaped and cross-shaped. This is the thing, this is the key. It will certainly characterise our future. Because when Christ returns and we take our place in the new heavens and the new earth with our resurrection bodies, Christ will be king and love will be key. If it characterises our future, let's allow that future to bleed into the present, to break into the present day. Let's do everything in the name of the greatest virtue. Let's do everything in the name of love. Lord, we thank you and we praise you that you not only call us to love, but you give us the supreme example of love in your son going to the cross for us. And you give us the power to love as the Holy Spirit is sent into our hearts. Lord God, the one who is love in his very nature, Help us to have love shot through everything that we do in our family life, in the life of the gathered church, in our workplaces, in the wider network of relationships that we have amongst our neighbours. May the banner over all of these be Christ-shaped, cross-shaped, spirit-empowered love. Thank you that you never fail us. Thank you that love will never fail when it is your love. Put this love in our hearts that we might love in a way that is never failing after the pattern that you have given to us. Help us to love and to love and to when all is and then when all is said and done to love again. We ask this in Jesus name and for his sake. Amen.